G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. When we're young, we all have dreams for our lives. That's what you do when you're young. You dream. But pretty soon, the reality of eking out an existence takes over, and the dreams die. That's sad, because what it means is that all too many people miss out on the amazing things that God has in store for them. Dreams, as it turns out, are incredibly important. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as we take a look at your hopes, your dreams from a different perspective. Dreams come in all sorts of different shapes and sizes. Of course, we all daydream and you know something, that's a really important thing to do. You see, often we think of daydreaming as something of a negative, but one of the great attributes of leaders in particular is the ability to dream. The ability to let the mind wander, to roam free, to explore possibilities, to visualise the future. In leading this ministry of Christianity works that I'm involved in, I consider it really important to dream, to take the time quietly to think about possibilities, to, to weigh options, to picture what some new opportunity might look like when we get there. And so often, I've walked into the office with that look on my face that the staff have come to recognise it, and someone whispers, oh no, Bernie's come up with some other crazy idea. I wonder what it is this time. Yeah, not all of them come off. Not every dream turns into a reality. Sometimes they're not practical. Sometimes the timing isn't right. Sometimes God closes the door. But there are many times that those dreams have become a reality. There are many times when God's been in them and done amazing things taking the minister to Africa when we didn't have anywhere near the resources to do that. But we're now, millions of people each week are listening to this program, redeveloping our website to become really friendly, to serve up teaching resources in innovative different ways, when again, we didn't have the funds to do that. But now, a few years on, it's completely revolutionised the reach and the impact of the ministry. I want to take you today into God's Word to show you a particularly odd, a particularly weird manifestation of someone's dream. We're going to join Moses again. He's grown up now, just under 40 years old, and something happens that really upsets his life. Exodus chapter 2, verses 11 to 15. See, one day after Moses had grown up, he went out to his people and he saw their forced labour. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his kinsfolk, He looked this way, he looked that way, and seeing that no one was there, he killed that Egyptian and hit him in the sand. When he went out the next day, he saw two Hebrews fighting, and he said to the one who was in the wrong, Why why do you strike your fellow Hebrew? And the guy answers, Who made you a ruler and judge over us? Did you mean to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? Then Moses was afraid and thought, Surely this thing is known. When Pharaoh heard of it, he sought to kill Moses. But Moses fled from the Pharaoh. He settled in the land of Midian and sat down by a well. So remember the story. Moses is born a Hebrew at the time when Hebrews were slaves in Egypt. But they were becoming so numerous that Pharaoh decides to kill all the baby boys 
that are born to the Hebrews. A terrible genocide, murdering babies. Can you imagine? But Moses' mother puts him in a basket that floats down the Nile and he's found by Pharaoh's daughter, who decides to adopt him and bring him up as her own child. So for the last 40 years, Moses has been living a life of incredible power and privilege. But you know the saying, blood is thicker than water. And when, as a Hebrew, he kills an Egyptian, his life is in danger and he has to flee to Midian, which is way out beyond the back of nowhere, when you compare it to the thriving metropolis, the centre of world power, where he'd lived such a privileged life for the last 40 years. So, So what does this have to do with Moses having a dream? Well, you see, it wasn't exactly a dream. Not quite yet. Moses had no idea that one day, 40 years later, aged 80, he would lead Israel out of Egypt, out of slavery, towards the Promised Land in such a spectacular fashion. But what he did have in his heart was a love for his people and an anger at the way they were being mistreated. In him was beating the heart of God for his people. And that's what caused him to lash out and kill the Egyptian oppressor. You see, that's kind of how dreams begin. They begin in the heart with motivations, with natural inclinations. That's why the gifts listed in Romans chapter 12, verses 4 to 8, are often called motivational giftings. They spawn from gifts that God has engineered into your DNA. I remember when I first became a Christian, age 36, I started dreaming about preaching to large groups of people, millions of people. I couldn't tell anyone about those dreams because they'd have thought that I was self-deluded at best and, and prideful at worst. They were crazy dreams. They were irrational dreams, particularly given the pain and the difficult circumstances that I was travelling through at the time. And when we have those dreams, there's one of two things we can do with them. We can get all rational, we can tell ourselves they're ridiculous, which clearly they are, and close them down. And more and more... That's what people do amidst the hectic, here-and-now-focused lives that we lead. The other thing we can do is to nurture them, to to turn them over, to develop them, to to kind of set them free in our hearts and our minds and and see where they take us. See whether God opens some doors to step through and start to realise those dreams. And it seems to me that hanging on to those dreams during the dark times and the difficult times, protecting them, nurturing them until the sun shines again, is one of the most important things that we can do to live the life that God has called us to live. Moses must have wondered on many occasions over the ensuing 40 years that he was spending tending sheep in the wilderness what that day had been all about, why he'd lashed out, whether it was worth it. But then one day, when God was ready, when, when Moses was 80 years old, God called him to do the thing that he'd created him to do. I have seen the suffering of my people, said God. Go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. See, those motivations that God has placed in your heart, those those dreams that you keep dreaming, protect them. Because one day, God will be ready. And it may be sooner than you think. You know, for me, it was eight years from when I first started dreaming those dreams of sharing the good news of Jesus with millions of people until God finally called me into this ministry of Christianity Works And when he did, the ministry was a wreck. It was ready to fold. It wasn't ministering to anyone much, and as a result, it had no supporters and therefore no funds. But over the last decade and a bit, we have seen God do so many amazing things. I've seen so many of the things that I dreamed about all those years before come to fruition. 
When I get an email from an African terrorist who's killed goodness knows how many people who hears this program on the radio and gives his life to Christ and lays down his gun, I think back to those dreams. Then they were just dreams. Now we're living that dream. When I get an email from the woman who was about to swallow some pills and take her own life in the UK, and she'd written her farewell letters to her husband and her daughter, when this program came on air, and I happened to be talking that day about her favourite Bible verse, God pulled her back from the brink and has changed her life. Now, I am so glad that God didn't let the dream die during the dark days, when all I could see were storm clouds. Listen to me. Don't stop dreaming. Don't lower your gaze to the here and now and making more money and buying the latest gadget and all that stuff. Let the Holy Spirit nurture those dreams in your heart. Set your mind free to to roam and to wander because God wants to use the gifts and the abilities that he has engineered into your DNA to make a difference in this world. God wants to use your experiences, all the things that you've been through, good and bad, to help you minister his love into this world. Anything else is a waste of life. Life can be hard work sometimes. And as that daily grind just kind of grinds away at us, it's easy to forget that Jesus died and rose again to give us victory. That's why every now and then, just as the Spirit leads, perhaps when you least expect it even, I'd love to send you a short text message of encouragement straight to your phone. That's what Victory SMS is all about. Roughly every other week, I ask the Lord, what word of encouragement could I give today? So if you like the occasional word of encouragement, head across to victorysms.org and when you do subscribe, you'll immediately receive a free copy of my e-book, Power Unlimited. Thousands already have, and the most common response, hey, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. How did you know that? Thank you so much. It's simply amazing how powerfully the Spirit of God can move through just a short text message. And I'd love to encourage you too to live your life in victory. Again, that web address is victorysms.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.